I forgot to point. Hello. Hello, this is- <laughs> Hello everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we are here to finish off the season. <laughs> we're going to recap the season. We're going to talk. Uh, we're going to talk about the season. We're going to talk about free agent signings, what worked out, what didn't. Maybe get some grades. Uh, the draft. We're going to talk about that as well. Uh, we're going to do some awards. Yeah. We're give out some hardware to these guys. Uh, we're going to go over our predictions that we had in the beginning of the year and subsequently through the year. As many as we could find, at least. Because <laughs> I don't know if we could find them all. Oh, no, no. I went back and I did a lot of listening to okay, us talk. Okay. And for those of you, I'm sorry. I, I hurt us. <laughs> oh, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just kind of recap the season. So look out for that. Uh, we're going to start just kind of talking about what happened. Uh, yeah, the Panthers ended up finishing 7-10, second in the NFC South, and we will be drafting ninth overall in the upcoming draft. Uh, started off very rocky, started off 1-4, mm-hmm. and four, and then the big news hit that should have happened last offseason, Matt Rule was fired, letting Steve Wilkes take over as interim coach, mm-hmm. and he ended up going 6-6, six and six, and he gave this team an identity. He gave us hope down the stretch. It was at least fun towards the end of the season. I had a blast at the Christmas Eve game against Detroit, freezing my (laughs) rear end off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I mean, it felt like, it felt to me the first time since David Tepper bought the team that this was the Panthers, that this was the Mm -hmm. Panthers team that I grew up watching, uh, that up until Ron Rivera got fired, and really even before that, kind of lost that identity steve oaks came back and i mean it felt like 2015 honestly yeah i mean after that first game yeah it just it felt different it really did even though that he went six and five in that stretch Mm -hmm. it felt like it was picking up steam it it stinks that it didn't finish off with the playoffs with having hope but man it felt good it did. It was nice to care about football, you know, like really care about it again in December. Like have we, hope we have in missed, December. Yeah, that we've missed it so many years in a row now. <clears throat> it's not like the Panthers have ever been some, you know, team that's had all, you know, sustained success for years. We've never had back-to-back winning seasons. You know, we had the three division championships in a row, but that kind of has an asterisk. Um but it's been a while for us since we've been relevant. Because uh, 2017 we're almost, always was our up last. And down. Yeah. 2017 was our last yeah. winning season. So. So it it felt good. It felt good to be uh, in talked about and in the news and nationally. We're in conversations and it's 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 fun. It's fun to be a part of, the, of a, a football team like that. So really enjoyed the Steve Oaks experience. Don't know if he's done enough to get the full time job. We'll see, but it was a breath of fresh air. It really was. I mean, you really can't say enough of you know what a culture difference. I mean, mm-hmm. you could tell it the way the players played for Steve Wilkes compared to Matt Roll. It just seemed like Matt Roll was very. This whole organization was dysfunctional under him. We yeah. kept trying and hoping that things would work out. It just never did. Yeah. 
I mean, just look at like player press conferences after Matt Rule is fired. You know, they're so much happier. <laughs> like, just de- their demeanor, the way they speak, what they say, it was completely different. So you're right, the culture was just absolutely 180 better than what Matt Rule had here. Um, but really, yeah, you could say this season kind of came down to two things. So you could almost point to two points in time. The missed kicks in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. The game that we should have won. And for multiple reasons, I honestly feel like we got screwed out of. And then the Bucks game. Yeah. Like, those are your two pivot points for the season. And unfortunately, we came up short on both of those. And that's why we're not in the playoffs. Yeah. That's I, it. I personally think J.C. Horn's injury in Detroit. That, yeah. Because I, I really think him on Mike Evans would have not let three huge touchdowns. And they didn't do much else. Let's be real. Like, if yeah. you take away those, unfortunately you can't, and they won. <laughs> unfortunately, that was a massive part but, of the game. But, you know, with C.J. Henderson and Keith Taylor out there, they, they just had no way to defend Mike Evans and mm-hmm. Chris Godwin. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're right. J.C. Horn injury, huge. Um, Jerry, we, we had multiple quarterbacks this year. We started yeah. off with a guy that was in camp for like two weeks before the season started uh, in Baker Mayfield. We had Sam Darnold, who was the bane of our existence last year. And we had P.J. Walker, who we didn't even think was going to be on the team this year. Yeah. <laughs> before Sam Darnold got hurt and Matt Corral got hurt. Um, and then, of course, you know, in the preseason, we had Matt Corral. We were... Kind of looking forward to seeing him. We would have seen them this year. A 100% oh, yeah. guarantee he would have played this year. Um, so, just an odd season. An odd season all around. I, I feel like the past four years we've played multiple quarterbacks. Multiple games. Yeah. I mean... I think you're probably right. I think maybe Teddy Bridgewater year we didn't... We, maybe just P.J. Walker that year. Or No. PJ, I think, did play one game that year, I think. Um, so, yeah. Um, maybe maybe Teddy. That might have been the last one where we like knew we had a starting quarterback, at least. Right? Yeah. <laughs> where we felt like we had a guy that was going to start the whole season. Um, yeah, the whole Matt Rule era, though. Just... Turnstile. Not, a, not an experience that we enjoyed. No. 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 To say the least. Felt like a root Um, canal. Yeah. But he's gone. We don't have to talk about him anymore. We don't have to blame him. But we will. We we will. (laughs) We will. But, uh, yeah, just an interesting season overall. And a season, Jerry, where we had some new faces. Oh, yes. Uh, We had quite a few new faces. We're going to look back at last year's free agent signings, kind of grade them to see what happened, what we liked, what we didn't like, you know, who we should have not signed. Uh, We're going to start off with the top player on here. Uh, Center Bradley Bozeman uh, signed a one-year $2.8 million. Yeah. Uh, That's a win. That's a win. win. He should have been starting from day one. Unfortunately, he did not. Uh, It took Matt Rule getting fired. Again, Matt Rule. We could 
Someone needs to play a drinking <laughs> game with Matt Rule on this podcast. Let's put a moratorium on Brett. We'll call him former coach. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Bozeman came in for Pat Alfline midway through the season, and it, the upgrade That's... was obvious. Mm-hmm. It was it was really obvious, and Bozeman had a very good season. Now, Bozeman wasn't like a an all star Pro Bowl type center in Baltimore when he came over. Uh, in fact, I think he had moved over to center pretty recently. But he played it really well here, and I hope that the Panthers re-sign him for multiple years. He's only 27. I, I, uh, I agree. I he was he was really the glue. The running game really took off once he took over, being able to call out the blocks and stuff like that. So yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's an integral part of that offensive line. Yeah. Now so the next that's player, an that's an yeah, right a yeah. yeah. Another one, guard Austin Corbett, three years, twenty six point two million. I, yeah. I think that's another a. win. <laughs> yeah, easy A. Uh, the, and I'm glad office, that we've got him for multiple years as well. Yeah, he did tear his ACL last yeah, game. Last game of the season. Um, unfortunately, it sounds like he's going to be rehabbing that up until training camp, maybe into training camp. So yeah. hopefully he gets right. Yeah, he says he's hoping to be ready for the beginning of the season, but, I mean, that's going to be a tall task, I think. Uh, yeah. But he will be back next season. He will be back during the season at some point. So, But that's an A. 100% yeah, A. 100%. Really well. Yep. Uh, you could say ne- the next one. Next one here, uh, probably one of the biggest ones of the season, Deontay Foreman. A one-year, $2 million deal. How can a you plus. say anything except A+. Plus? This, this was a great signing. Guy yeah, ended up being I mean, our starting running back for the last, what, 12 games? Uh, almost had 1,000 yards. Season yeah. in yep. 12 games. Excellent. Had two kind of bad games. But yeah. he had multiple, multiple really good games. So another guy that I hope they re-sign and bring back. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think we d- discussed this previously on the podcast that, you know, he's done enough to bring back. You can't give yep. him a ton of money because of the way he plays. But mm-hmm. I definitely would like him back. Give him a little bit of raise, you know. Yeah. He deserves it. You no, know, five million a year, something like that. I think that's for his tier of running back. I think that's about what they get. So yeah, I, and you I, pair I him with Chuba, the one yeah. two. Yep. It works. Draft uh, a guy in the fifth round or something. You know, who knows? Yeah. Next guy, uh, another win. Yeah, you know him, you love him, Johnny Hecker, three years, seven point six million a. Uh, a plus. I mean, yep. that, that's that's. I think that's a foreman level if not even a little higher signing. And again, another guy, multiple years, good salary, weapon. He's he's just a weapon. He really is. I mean, he, people don't, a lot of people don't recognize the impact punters can have. Yeah. And he, he pinned them inside the 20 more times than any other Carolina Panther in history. So. Yeah. yeah. Good season. <laughs> yeah. Good season. Yeah. Uh, a plus. Um, Next guy, Rashad Higgins. Uh, one, uh, one year, year 1.1 $1. So, you know, money-wise, not like a total bust, but total bust. Like, he didn't even play. F. He, he was scratches towards the end of the season. I yeah. mean. And I was I was high on him. I thought he was going to be what he was in Cleveland. You know, a solid number three receiver. Maybe number two on this team early in the season. But he did, he did nothing. It was really disappointing. Yeah. 
Uh, defensive tackle, Matt Ioannidis. Uh, one year, nine, nine and a half million. I want to say A, but I feel like I've been given too many A's. No, I'll give it an A. I mean, it's an A. <laughs> he played really well. And that's yeah. not a crazy deal. And I hope they bring him back for like three years, $27 million or something. I, and... I think signing him helped out Derek Brown so much because yeah. he was able to free up Derek Brown to be Derek Brown. Yeah. I thought he was at least as good as Daquan Jones was last year. Or year before I would last. say better. Yeah, I was saying, like, at least as good, and we gave him more money. So I think Ioannidis, that was a good deal, and I hope that they bring him back. Mm-hmm. Hey. Uh, Corey Littleton, linebacker. One year, $2.6 million. Um, this is like, I think this is a B. I was going to say a B. He played pretty well. Uh, for that contract, it's not even. It, it's, it's almost it, an he, A for the contract, for what he Yeah, for he contributed. He yeah. yeah. Uh, and he had some some splash plays. He had some really good games. Um, then he had some games where he was kind of average. But mm-hmm. I never really remember him being like at the bottom of the PFF list or anything. No, he was uh, yeah, he was actually he was... one of our higher rated defensive yeah. players. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna give that maybe a B plus. But that's a, a... The only bad thing about it is, and with most of these deals, it's just a one year deal. Like you yeah. get these guys that come in and perform. You wish you had them for two or three years. You know? Frankie Louvu last year. I mean, then we signed him to yeah. a two-year deal. and Right. And now I wish we'd assign him to a five. <laughs> <laughs> He's so dang good. Um, all right, the next guy here, Damian Wilson. Now, that guy gonna... we did give multiple years to. Two years, $6.9 million. I'm going to give him a C-. minus. Yeah. I felt like they wanted more out of him, and he just wasn't it. Yeah, he had the issue in training camp as well. Yeah. Um, paid him more money than they paid Corey Littleton. I feel like you got a lot less out of Damian Wilson. Same. Uh, so yeah, I think C C minus feels about right. Um, a C is too high. So yeah, I agree. Uh, what about the next guy here? Free safety Xavier Woods, three year, fifteen million. A. I mean, I just A. He was. Our yeah. best safety, in my opinion. I don't think Jeremy Chin played as well as him this year. No, no. And again, another guy that had some really, really good games. Now, he, he I think, had a wider variance maybe than Littleton because um, he had some games where he was, was not that great. Oh, yeah. But, I mean. I, but he's 26, and the contract is for three years, and I feel like if we get this from him for the next two years, I'm happy with that. I think it's a pretty good deal. Agreed. Good signing. And then we come to the last one here. Andre Roberts, one year, $1.7 million, just was hurt the whole year. So Incomplete? Yeah. I mean, he, he looked good in the first game, you know, uh, but unfortunately, incomplete, yeah, I would say. Probably won't be back next year, if I had to guess. Mm-mm. Yeah. Not unless Chris Taper's back. Tabor is back. Yeah. Which does make uh, me worried. We'll see. We'll see. But All right, well, let's look at the draft picks now. Um, I think there's uh, some interesting things to talk about here. So who was, who was our number one pick, Jerry? Uh, Iki Iquanu. <laughs> Offensive tackle. Oh, yeah. A+. a plus. I mean, yeah. I think for a guy that started every game, he had some rough times, but for the most part, he was up. I mean... 
yeah, I mean, solid A, I think, for me. Um, he seemed to improve as the year went on. You know, he had some rookie hiccups, and that's to be expected. He's playing the most important position on the offensive line, and he played it really well. He was the best one we've had in years, and he's on, he's ours. He's on a, he's on a deal for another four years, and then yeah. you sign him after that. I mean, he's 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 our guy. He's a North Carolina guy, NC State guy. He would love probably to play his whole career here, and I think that's yeah. I agree with you. A plus, I think. Yeah, I mean, we have a left tackle, guys. It's been so long. Yeah. So long. Yeah. The yeah, offensive it's, line it's was so nice. Not really? to have to think about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Your quarterback's not going to get the ball. I mean, Jordan Gross was the last. I mean, Michael Orr played that one season in 2015 mm-hmm. and was pretty good. Yeah. That was it. I mean, then it's just been the Cam Irvings of the world and, you know, Dennis Daly rotation and like all kinds just terrible, terrible things. So you don't know how, if you, if you don't like the icky pick, just think of how nice it is not to have to think, what are we going to do at left tackle? You don't have to think about that anymore. <laughs> Who's um, going to protect our quarterback? <laughs> <right>. <laughs> so second pick was, our second round pick was traded to the Jets for Sam Darnold. Third round pick was traded to the Jaguars for C.J. Henderson. Um, so, But in the third round, we did choose Matt Corral. I think we're going to have to give this an incomplete. I 100% agree. He didn't look great in what we saw in the preseason, but I mean that's you know, preseason. Cam Cam didn't look great in his first few preseasons either. Not that Matt Corral's Cam, but you just can never tell with that first preseason game, you know. Yeah, and that's all we really got to see. And I was yeah. really sad that he didn't get to come back and play, especially because he would have gotten a chance this year. Yeah, he would have. Uh, who's the next guy? Uh, fourth round pick Brandon Smith, linebacker out of Penn State. I really liked him. Um, fourth round pick. I'm gonna give him a C. Maybe even a C minus. He just didn't see the field as much, but as a fourth round pick, it's kinda hard. Yeah. Yeah, I almost want to even go incomplete on him. Um I mean we can't go I, incomplete on all these guys I know, because I know, they didn't play. <laughs> he he didn't play that much. And was that because of Matt Rule or was that because he just wasn't ready to play. He flashed in the preseason and he flashed a couple of times during the season when he did play. Mm-hmm. But he also flashed for some bad reasons when he played. Yeah. You know, he did not have a good season. So yeah, I think I agree with you. I'm going to go see um, just because he does have talent and under a different, different, different head coach, you could see some improvement. And maybe he'll blossom. He has the physical traits. That's what I'm yeah. liked. Uh, Speaking of physical traits, probably the fastest linebacker of all time. Joking, he's not of all time. But six-round pick, Amari Barno, linebacker. Um, He didn't play much. He's another one. Okay, for the times he plays, I'm going to give him a B. But otherwise, it's an incomplete. Because he only played like a few snaps, but he made a lot of those few snaps. Yeah, he did. uh, You know, he had... Uh, sack, uh, sack or two over the course of the mm-hmm. season. Um, he almost had that interception. He read yeah. a screen great. Yeah, he's again another guy that showed flashes, right? Um, but I felt like he didn't. Maybe he didn't make as many uh, bungles as Brandon Smith, mm-hmm. and, and he wasn't I, out there as much. I don't think either. No, he wasn't, and that's yeah. why I gave him a B over the yeah. C. 
Yeah. For what he played. Yeah, I'm going to go C-plus as well. I mean, again, six-round pick. No, I'm going to go B. Six-round pick, I'm going to go B. Yeah. And I think I'm going to go B for this next guy, too. Cade Mays. Uh, Offensive guard out of Tennessee. And maybe I'm going to go B-plus. You know, he played a lot of fullback for us Mm -hmm. this year. Uh, So as a six-round, you know, towards the end of the six-round pick, that's, you know, maybe as much as you can ask for to play as much as he did. And, and let's be honest. So in that last game, he ended up playing most of the game after he Austin did. Corbett, and he he looked better than looked okay. Michael Jordan on the left side, who who scored a touchdown. Who, who's a veteran? So but how I many would touchdowns say B. Cade May score. <laughs> Michael Jordan says, uh, "Yeah, um, yeah." You know what? I, maybe maybe even I get an A just because again, bottom of the sixth round. I liked it when we picked him. I thought he would play more, uh, but he didn't really have to, luckily, because we had health the whole season on the line. I know. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Eh, you know, I'll go B+, plus, I guess. All right. Next guy. Uh, seventh round pick, Kalen Bars, cornerback out of Baylor. F. Yeah. Yeah. The, he didn't make did, the roster, and then he signed the on in our team as a practice squad. So, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he he turned down our practice squad invitation. I think he went to Miami. He did. Yeah. So, uh, F you, Kalen Parts. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's really quick just talk about the trades that happened during the season, just as we kind of round up the transactions here. Um, obviously, the big one Panthers traded CMC to San Francisco for a second, a third, a fourth, and a fifth round pick. Um, most of them this year, the fifth round pick next year. What do we grade this now that the season is over? We saw how good the Panthers played without McCaffrey, but we've also seen how amazing McCaffrey is, you know, as we watch him in San Francisco. How do you feel about this trade? I'm still, I'm still frustrated with this trade. I, we got a lot, yeah, but we also lost something so dynamic. I mean, yeah. In him. So I know some ple- people say he was injury prone and stuff. And past two years, yes. But before that, he was completely healthy. I still have mixed feelings on this trade. Uh, the only good yeah. thing is now this new regime will have some draft picks that the uh, old regime gave up. Yeah. Um, you know, this trade was made after Matt Rule was fired. Mm-hmm. So... And I would have loved to see Christian McCaffrey with a run-oriented offense. Yeah. Uh, Something, you know, especially if it looked like they were willing to, you know, share carries with Deontay Foreman and Chuba, something that we've been begging for a long Mm -hmm. time of, you know, yes, he's dynamic, but don't hand him the ball. Give him the ball all the time. Let him breathe and not get hit. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to give this trade, I guess, a B. Um, again, just because we gave away the best piece, right? You never yeah. want to be on that end of the trade. But we did get a lot of possibilities back. You know, we got a lot of capital. We got a lot of ammunition to improve the team. I think it. I think it's going to work out for both teams in the end. Yeah, one of those I rare th- trades that both teams win. Like, that's what you hope for because San Francisco definitely has won 
They haven't lost really since he got there. <laughs> uh, uh, they may be a, a, one of the Super Bowl favorites. I think so. Yeah, it feels like it. Um, uh, there's another trade we got to talk about. Uh, we traded, a, I believe, a fifth-round pick for Baker Mayfield. Yeah, it, conditional fifth would have been a fourth had he played enough snaps. He did not. So I think <laughs> just based on that alone, you have to say an F. F. Yeah, that was yeah. that was a bad one. They took the shot, which you like. They didn't give up a lot, which you like. Um, but it just was terrible. He was awful. Uh, it, it was so bad. I don't know if it was Matt Rule trying to be cutesy or if it was Ben McAdoo <laughs> trying to be cutesy. But the game plan with him was so awful. And then we, yeah. when Wilkes was here, he still looked awful. So it yeah. was just like, oh. Yeah, I, it, they, they never seemed to play to his strengths. Mm-mm. Um, you know, and he just couldn't perform any any other way. It was disappointing to watch. It cost us several games. You feel like? Oh yeah. Um, I it, if PJ Walker started Baker all of Mayfield's those Baker Baker's games, yeah, I, we'll I think at least that's two of those. That's what I think. I yeah. agree. Like the Cleveland game, I yeah. think he could muster up better offense. Giants game. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, you could easily score more points. Uh, yeah, I think... Um, gotta go F. I, I, don't, I can't even give him, like, points for trying. No. Because it just failed so badly. <laughs> and probably I, cost us the season. I didn't understand what the Cleveland fans were talking about. Because when I saw him there, I was like, oh, you know, he doesn't look that bad. Oh, God. Yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. Bad. All right. Um, let's real quick just kind of look at some season-ending statistics. Yeah. Uh, Jerry. Yeah. Who do you think led the Carolina Panthers in receiving this year? If you had to guess. DJ Moore. <laughs> he did. Okay. Hey, the way you asked that, I was like, uh... Yes, DJ Moore, 888 yards receiving this season. Well below his standard. How do you think DJ did this season? I mean, it's, it's one of those things, again, like with when Baker was there, he never wanted to go to DJ. So yeah. I... He didn't have seven touchdowns, which is a career high for him. And one of the things that I've always kind of ragged him on as well you catch a thousand yards but you only get four touchdowns every year uh he definitely stepped it up in the red zone this year felt like he was stronger this year but again the quarterback play was just so bad you know i think he did all he could i also felt like his he was going deep more this year than he was in previous years the play calling for him wasn't right yeah because he's not tyree kill you know he's not well, I mean, he should. Thing. I felt like he kept getting free deep. It was yeah. just, you know, that's because the defender knew that there was no way the ball was coming to him with any sort of accuracy. Well, that that's a good point. Yeah, uh, I didn't make the catch of the year in the Atlanta game, but kind of made the bonehead move of the year by taking his helmet off. Yeah, and even though it wasn't like officiated correctly, it doesn't seem like just don't take the chance. You know, yeah, not not required. 
Um, Terrace Marshall ended up with 490 receiving yards, and it kind of came on again towards the second half of the season. Feeling good about him again? I feel like I'm very excited for a new coordinator to get their hands on him to help Mm -hmm. mold him. I mean, he has the talent. I mean, there's some contested catches that were just impressive. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that he can work on some of his route running and being able to get open a little bit better. But again, that could also be bad quarterback play that, mm-hmm. I mean, we've had constantly and bad play calling of the same 10 pass plays that we run. Yeah. Yeah, I thought um, I thought he did pretty well for given the circumstances. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see what he does next. Um, Shai Smith. 296 yards, a couple of touchdowns, McCaffrey, 277. LaVisca Chenault, another trade that happened during the season that we forgot to talk about. <laughs> LaVisca Chenault. Yeah, and the next guy, Robbie Anderson, we forgot to talk and about Robbie that Anderson trade too. As well. Yep. Um I'm gonna give I'm gonna say the the Visca trade is like a B plus because I think we have him for next year too, and mm-hmm. the next coach is gonna be able to do something with him. I, I agree. I, I like Chenault when he had the ball. We kept saying we wish they would do something besides that one play over. And, I mean, a drag route is not hard for him to run. Right. If he can't run a drag route, then there's some serious issues with him. Right. But I think that's more play calling. But Yeah. Uh, and we're not going to read everybody's stats here, but Robbie Anderson did get traded during the season. 206 yards receiving for him. Uh, we got a sixth and a seventh pick. Or a round pick for him over the next couple of years. I'm going to give that an A+. Plus. <laughs> I do, too, because I don't the think he caught but one or two play- yeah. catches yeah. since then. The fact that we got anything for him is a win. So uh, I do want to touch on the tight ends real quick, just because there is a, uh, a season-long bet. We've, we've already... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ian Thomas had 197 yards. Tommy Tremble, 174. I'm going to give you Giovanni Ricci. Because uh, he basically caught everything out, the, out of the tight end position. 100 yards for him. And Steven Sullivan, 46, has 517 receiving yards for our tight ends combined. Well under the 750 that Jerry predicted they would have. I have won the season-long beer bet. Yes, you did. Oh, <clears throat> man. <laughs> <sighs> we got to upgrade. That's the position we have to upgrade at next year. Yeah, I think you have to get free agency on that because rookie yeah. tight ends just are so hard to pick. Um, yeah. You're right. Uh, I thought with Bib McAdoo running the play calling, considering, <clears throat> and he loved to throw that one play over and over again. Yeah. Unfortunately, it just showed how bad our tight ends were because they dropped it most times. Yeah. They tried to get him involved, I feel like. Um, yeah. You know. But didn't work out. I don't think those guys are very talented. So would not be surprised to see most of them not on the team next year. Outside of Ian Thomas, who we, I guess we could Passed. cut. He doesn't. He's not that much money. But you're gonna keep him. Um, you know, there's some receivers by some other guys too. But in the sake of sanity and time, we're not gonna go through all of them. Um, let's talk about the running backs real quick. Deontay Foreman, 203 carries, 914 yards. Uh, eight, t- uh, sorry, five touchdowns. D- great season for Deontay Foreman. Oh yeah, earned, earned himself a contract. 
I mean, for a guy who <clears throat> some people wrote off before the season of being, you yeah. know, kind of end of his career already. I mean, he had a resurgence. Could have really almost hit a hundred uh, thousand yards, but he threw a punch. Shouldn't have done that. Yep, that's going to be a, a little hit, but <clears throat> overall, a great season. Uh, and we talked about him a lot during the signings. So, uh, Chuba. 95 attempts, 466 yards, and three touchdowns. He had a pretty good season, too. Yeah. I mean, I felt like once he, they started putting him in, and it was nice. It was nice at 1-2. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> um, third, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, he's still on, played six yeah. games, 85 rushing attempts, 393. Yeah. Uh, two touchdowns. I mean, he's good. Yeah. He's good. Very good. Very good. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not, we're not going to go through all the rest of them either, but just a handful of yards for some other guys, some quarterbacks, LaVisca, those guys. So let's talk to quarterbacks real quick. Baker Mayfield, 1,313 yards, 57.8 completion percentage, six touchdowns, six interceptions. Sucked. Uh, P.J. Walker. Sucked. P.J. Walker, uh, 731 passing yards, almost a 60% completion percentage, three touchdowns, three interceptions. Was okay, but ultimately not very good. I mean, that is PJ <clears throat> Walker. Okay. Yeah. That, uh, three and three is perfect for him, in my opinion. That that spells what he is. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Eason came in through an interception, and then we have Sam Darnold, who <laughs> 58.6 completion percentage, 1,143 yards, seven touchdowns, three interceptions. Had a very good year for Sam Darnold. Yeah. And he didn't throw that interception until Tampa Bay and New Orleans. And here's the thing, is that's when the O-line kind of struggled a little bit. Any pressure Sam Darnold gets on him, he struggles. And that's just the MO on him. He's not consistent enough, and especially when you get in his face, he struggles. Yep. And we saw that. And when... We played teams that were capable of doing that. Sam Darnold reverted back to Sam Darnold, in my opinion. So um, that's the offense. I would say kind of a C, C minus for the offense for the year. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, not a, I would not, e- not even D plus maybe. <clears throat> yeah, I was be- maybe being a little generous. Um, all right. Take Positives. Offensive line looked really good. Yeah, offensive line looked great. <laughs> which we talked about in our signings mostly because <laughs> most of those guys are new. Yep. All right, and now we're going to quickly get a look at the defense. We have Shaq Thompson leading all tacklers with 135. Frankie Louvu second, 111. Xavier Woods, 86. Jeremy Chin, 70. Derek Brown, 67. Uh, moving on, we're going to go ahead. And I'm just trying to get through these a little bit faster. If my computer wanted to go ahead and update the stat, <laughs> that's... So we're going to look at sacks. Brian Birds led the way, 12 and a half. He got his double digits. So good for him. Uh, yeah. Next, Frankie Louvu, seven. Awesome season. Awesome season, man. Uh, Marquise Haynes, five, and a bunch of other guys had a couple. Etor, um, Etor had two and a half. Barno did end up with two, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish. I don't have snap counts here, but it, I'm sure it's more, way less than. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> way less. Way less than. Yeah, we'll kind of talk. We'll talk general offense here or defense here in a minute, but 
we do just want to get kind of get through the stats, but um, yeah, Luvu standout, awesome, and yeah. Burns finally getting double digit sacks like that. I think that's that's big. Yeah, uh, tackles for loss: Frankie Luvu nineteen, Brian Burns seventeen, Shaq Thompson eight. I mean, pretty solid. Big gap, big gap there. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like I kind of wish Shaq would have a little bit more there because being that. <clears throat> linebacker you kind of wish he knifes in a little bit more like you know quickly. they didn't have him rushing the quarterback that much this year you know what's be uh we'll look at some pff uh pass rushing attempts and stuff maybe in another podcast yeah. and kind of see yeah. uh interception jc horn with three dante jackson with two man dante jackson had two uh, yeah. felt like so long ago he was here that he missed post that season uh, C.J. Henderson with two. So, all right. I mean. Yeah. We'll give Derek Brown his due. Derek Brown and Frankie Lou both also had one. So, don't usually uh, get to see the off- defensive tackles getting interceptions. Oh, that's true. That <laughs> That's that's very true. That is a very interesting stat that we had two defensive tackles with two interceptions. Yeah, yeah. And guess Raven what? Royals Keith Taylor had zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um just yeah just kind of overall on the defense um Shaq Thompson again had a kind of a Shaq Thompson year right yeah he, like he's said, good yeah we, we would just want to see more from him That's I, it. I, I feel like he's not pro bowl letter he's a he's a solid starter and mm-hmm. we want to see him get to the pro bowl letter level yeah that that's all we're hoping for we're yeah. not knocking him Bad. Yeah, it's just, just be a pro bowler or a fringe pro bowler. Um, and you're getting paid like it. That I guess that's yeah. part of the issue. And he may not be coming back next year. He's a big cap hit. He's one. He's one of the guys that you would not be surprised if he gets cut. If he's a cap casualty, for sure. Yeah, or at least restructuring, which I yeah. more likely see. Um, we've pra- we've heaped some praise on Frankie Luvu, but let's just do it one more time. Um, Great value, number one, like for his contract. His production is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping that he earns a contract extension here at some point because he's still very young and I'd like to keep him around because he's awesome. He's a spark plug, man. We yeah. said it last year. He just, he lights a fire in that defense. He makes those key plays that, you know, woohoo, you know, pumps up the defense. Yeah. Yeah. Love, love Frankie Louvu. Um, Jeremy Chin, kind of a down year, I think. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, yes. It, it yeah. felt like, again, it's one of those things where we think he may be out of position playing at that safety spot, but yeah. they didn't want to move him. So just, he just yeah. doesn't make <clears throat> impact plays like he does when he's closer to the line. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a guy that is so flippin' athletic. Like I understand why you would want him back there as a safety, but that's not where he's best. Um, so I'm hoping that the next coach comes in and is able to really unleash Jeremy Chen. Me too. Um, yeah. Any other standouts or people you want to kind of talk about? I know we're going to talk about a couple in our awards section, but. No, I think you touched on Derek Brown. You touched on, uh, we've touched on Deontay Foreman, yeah. uh, Icky, uh, Brady Christensen, uh, he was the yeah, weakest solid. part of the line, and he was solid. So, yeah. 
good. I yeah, mean, solid. overall, man, that offensive line, hats off. Yeah. Um, C.J. Henderson, I think, probably not good. Yeah. I mean, is he a failed experiment? I think he is. I mean, yeah. maybe he can be a depth guy, but, I mean, honestly, That's... that is one... That's one position I thought was going to be a strength this year. And Mm -hmm. right now, I think we need one or two more corners on this roster to be complete. Because A, Dante Jackson's injury prone. B, J.C. Horn is injury prone. And I don't trust C.J. Henderson or Keith Taylor out there starting. No, nor should you. (laughs) Nor should you. They've proven that they are not worthy of that trust. Uh, Yeah, that's... Bench guy feels like C.J. Henderson's ceiling right now, unfortunately. So maybe a new coach can come in and unlock something. But if Steve Wilkes couldn't, I don't think that, anybody else is going to be able to. That's kind of my thought, too. I mean, yeah. Mm. yeah. All right. Um, you want to hit some awards? Let's do the awards. Okay. Go ahead and <sighs> kick us off, Jerry. We're going to start off with a negative. Least valuable player. You don't get to start out with a positive until you win more than nine games. Well, we end on a positive. I, I want to. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, least valuable player. Who you got? I'm going Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Baker Mayfield yep. started. We were upset that he didn't easily just get the starting job, and he did not look good when he played. I mean, yeah. Honestly, I think if we st- play, started Sam Darnold or P.J. Walker, we win one or two more games. Agree. Um, there's really no other option here. It's a, the most important position on the team, and mm-hmm. he was awful. Absolutely awful. So, uh, Play of the year. There's really only one. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the Hail, Hail Mary, Mary. <laughs> from P.J. Walker to D.J. Moore. He somehow gets separation, gets the touchdown. Yeah. To tie it. Takes uh, his helmet yeah. off in celebration, and we lose the game. We're, we're not talking about that part, but <laughs> that play was, um, whoa, man. Amazing play, and, that, and that'll live in Panthers history for sure. Yeah. Uh, going down to surprise of the year. I'll let you take this one first. My surprise of the year is Josh Norman. Mm. I, If you would have asked me at the beginning of the year if Josh Norman would have been on this football team at some point, I would have said absolutely not. He came in, not only that, he kind of played well when he had a chance, just coming off the couch. Yeah. If you told me that we were going to have Josh Norman in camp next year, I think I'd be okay with that. Gosh. At 36 years old, it'll be interesting. Yeah. But that's my surprise of the year. What do you got? I got the CMC. I've got a doubleheader. CMC trade and then Deontay Foreman being able to handle the load and rush the way he did. Yeah. I think. See, Deontay Foreman, not a total surprise because he looked good in Tennessee last year too. But the fact that the running game was better after McCaffrey left. And a lot of that is Steve Wilkes. Yeah. But still, you're losing like the best running back in the league, in my opinion, and your running game doesn't drop off. It actually yeah. goes up. So that is yeah. surprising. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, most improved player of the year. Who you got? Well, I, we discussed this yes, one before. It. It's, it's, it's Derek Brown. I mean, yeah. dude, dude Past- played at it almost an all pro level this year. He didn't get a pro bowl. It was a pro bowl snub in my opinion. Yeah. Big one. I mean, it's just, he's just one of those guys who doesn't get the flashy stats. So when people vote, they just vote for people who they know or the flashy stats. And he's just not that type of player, unfortunately. Yeah. But if you watch him in the game, he's controlling things down there. Like he yeah. is a big <laughs> dude. He's in the backfield all the time. Um, he has so many pressures on quarterbacks. It's insane yeah. for a defensive yeah. tackle. He is really good. And if this is like now his floor, then the next five to seven years with him are going to be really fun. Oh, yeah. Especially if we could get in our interior another edge rusher kind of mm-hmm. pair with. Oh, that's going to be some fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, rookie of the year. There's only one choice. Iki Iquanu. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yep. no questions. Ooh. We, we talked about him earlier, but absolute killer pick. Um, that position is solved. Solved. Yep. Finally. All right. We're going with the non-Steve Wilkes Coach of the Year. Yeah, so Steve Wilkes is the Coach of the Year. Obviously. There's, there's no question. No question asked. He turned the season be, around. Yeah. There might be a uh, question of who the next best Coach of the Year is. So who do you uh, have, Jerry? I have James James Campen, offensive line coach, came in this offseason. He completely revamped this offensive line to be a, in my opinion, a top 10 unit. Yep. Yeah, same. Uh, He's he's great, and I hope whoever the next coach is here retains him because he is very, very good at what he does. And an honorable mention to Chris Tabor because the special teams did look a lot better. Bringing it, 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 it towards the end of the year, the uh, kickoff return game, especially. Well, I mean, because they wanted Andre return. Roberts back, but no, I'm talking about defensively. But uh, yeah, it. Um, I think he did a good job as well. I would love to love to have him back. Yeah. Yep. All right, uh, defensive MVP, Brian Burns. Brian Burns, <laughs> disruptive force. Yeah, I mean, and that's with. No one on the other side really pressuring. I mean, it was Frankie yep. Louvu was the only other pass rush threat. So, yep. Yeah, give it to him. No, no doubts. I mean, he's worth two first round picks from a dying team. So, he needed a year like this. In my opinion, he needed it to validate that because whether or not they wanted it to be, it was out there. Um, I think that's going to be tied to him in a lot of people's minds for a long time. Like how is he how is he playing versus two first round draft picks, right? Yeah. So I think he did uh, justify that a little bit so far. If, again, if this is a ceiling, then I'm excited. All right, and now offensive MVP. We really should have ended on defensive MVP. It's a lot yeah. more fun. Yeah. <laughs> this this one, I feel like you kind of have to go Deontay Foreman, right? Yeah, that's who I have. I yeah. mean, DJ Moore had kind of a down year for him. I don't think it's his fault, but Deontay Foreman. Yeah. Yep, Deontay Foreman, 100%. Um, and then shout out to DJ Moore, but again, the passing game was just not there for you to dominate. So. Nope. All right. Any other final thoughts? 
I'm sad we didn't make the playoffs, but it was fun, right? <laughs> it was an it was not a boring season. No, not that, a boring season. I felt and like if you're we not ha- good. Then I guess that's what you have to hope for. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I felt like there were so many times that early in the season we got an emergency podcast. We need to mm-hmm. record. Yep. And uh, now that the next one's gonna be the new head coach, that'll be our next emergency podcast. Yep. So. Until then. <laughs> we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter, at Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at mailmakespodcast.com. And leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts. We'll read it on the show. Please like and subscribe. Man, we've been recording for almost two hours now. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, like I said, we'll... Excuse me. Probably the next time we'll be back is uh, when they hire a head coach. So until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding.